Social Zoom Factor, episode 99. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Hey, Zoomers, we are getting started in just a few seconds. But in order to Zoom, you need fuel. Our sponsors give us that fuel. Take a minute now to learn more about them. Your team is at the heart and soul of your business. You work hard to attract great people who help your business Zoom. Our new partner, Everyone Social, enables employees to become effective brand ambassadors by sharing, recommending, and promoting relevant content while building their personal online brand. Check it out and request a demo at socialzoomfactor.com slash everyone social. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, today I am going to answer a question that I get all the time, and that is, Pam, do I need to be online 24 hours a day? Pam, does my CEO need to be on Twitter? Pam, does my CMO need to be online all day? Like, how much do I need to tweet, Pam? How much do how much time of the day do I need to be on Facebook? How much time is this social media thing going to take me to do? Uh, how long do I have to be on Facebook every day? I do not have time to be on social media all day because I'm running a business. These are the questions I hear every single day of my life. People have these questions, okay? On the other hand, you have some self-proclaimed quote-unquote social media experts and gurus that are preaching that you are not good at what you do, you are not an expert unless you're online 24 hours a day, okay? So the purpose of this conversation today is I'm gonna tell you exactly what I think on all of these questions, okay? Number one, you do not need to be online 24 hours a day to be an expert or smart or a guru or anything at what you do, okay? What you do, whether you're influential, whether you are good at your job, good at your business, good at helping your customers, good at playing the guitar, good at singing your song, dancing, I don't care what you do. That's up to you. If you're good at it, awesome. I am not going to judge you by how much you're online, okay, or how much you're tweeting, how much you're Facebooking, how much you're on LinkedIn and Instagramming. Even if you are providing social media services to your clients, even if you own an agency, a consultancy where you are blogging for your clients or you are building web platforms or blogs or you are providing social media services, you are helping people build a social media, social business strategy, maybe an influencer marketing strategy or plan. I don't believe that you need to be online 24 hours a day to prove that you are an expert at Twitter or you are an expert at Facebook or LinkedIn or any of these things. You don't need to be online all day to prove that. Okay. There are many other ways that you're going to prove that. One, it's going to be how is your business growing? Are you getting real revenue that's coming in from your efforts? Over time, do you have a business? Are people willing to pay you for your services? If you have a business that's rocking, 
you know what? That's a much better sign to me that you are probably good at what you're doing than if you're sitting online 24 hours a day, not hardly getting paid, spending your life going to free influencer marketing events where a brand is paying for you to go there, but you have no salary. Tell me who's the expert. Okay. I'm just laying it out there, you guys, of what I think, what I am seeing. You can take this or leave it. But I am so tired of hearing these complaints and I'm tired of people being confused. I'm tired of my customers being confused and they don't know what to listen to. So bottom line, you need to be your own person. You need to build your own brand. You need to figure out what's right for you. There is only one way that's right to do social media. And guess what that is? That is the way that works for you, your business, your customers, your audience, and your life. Okay, that is the way that you need to build your social media strategy, your marketing strategy, your business strategy is the way that works for you. This is not rocket science. I mean, rewind. Let's rewind back to 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Did everybody who was working in business or marketing boss each other around around the right way to do direct mail campaigns or to build their communities or to you know ex- execute and build a business where you judged on whether you had a good business or whether you were qualified or not based on how much you talked about it online or how much you even blogged about it online all right no you would never have been judged based on that type of criteria But there's something wacky that's happening with social media. And I think it's because everything is so public that, and there are some that believe that everything needs to be public. And I am one of those people that I put a lot of stuff out there. Okay. If you go look at my blog, you listen to this podcast. I mean, for goodness sakes, we're at episode 99 today. Okay. So I have a ton of free content that's out there. I know my competitors are grabbing it. They're creating, you know, and utilizing it every single day. I see it happening. They're copying how we're doing landing pages, how we're doing conversion forms. They're using the tools we're providing. You know what? That's fine. I'm okay with that because I know I'm helping them grow their business. And there's more than enough business out there for all of us to get. Okay. So some of us are very public in what we do. Now, Let me tell you, I'm not public in what I do just so I can increase my influence score or that I can get more Twitter followers. I'm public in what I do because I like to help people. I'm public in what I do and what I share because my business model is also wrapped around that. I love helping people. It's who I am. It's what I've always done. Okay. That's what works for me. But that doesn't mean that's going to work for you. It doesn't mean it's what's going to work for the agency down the street that maybe is partially a competitor to me. And just because they don't spend as much time online that maybe I do on certain days because I happen to have time to pop in and out, you know, standing in line somewhere and working. And maybe that day I've happened to be able to carve out time to be online or it's, you know, perfectly integrated and aligned with another project that I'm doing that I need to be online, that does not make me any smarter or more efficient or more of an expert or more of a guru, whatever you want to call me, just because I've spent more of that day online or more of that week, more of that month, more of that year online, right? We're, we're equal. And I always say that when I teach classes or I, you know, we do seminars and a lot of public and keynote speaking, 
I always will point at somebody in the audience and I will say, you know, who in here feels that they don't know very much about social media? A lot of people that will usually raise their hand. And then I'll say, who in here feels that they know a ton about social media? And maybe you'll get a few people that will raise their hand. And then I'll say, if I were to sit the two of you together, are one of you smarter than the other? You know, is one of these eggs smarter than the other egg? The answer is no. You're not judged by how much, how fast the frequency that you are tweeting or Facebooking or how many Twitter chats you're dialing into, how many hangouts you're doing, how many posts you have up on Instagram, how many views you've had up on your LinkedIn profile. Well, if you're sitting there on Twitter and you're tweeting 500 tweets a day that are going to those platforms, you're automatically going to have more views. If you're tweeting 500 times a day, of course you're going to have more retweets than the person that's tweeting 10, 20, 50, 100. It's, it's common math, okay? It's marketing 101. And so that's the answer to that question. Now, the answer to one of the next questions, which is, Pam, should my CEO be on Twitter? Should my CMO be on Twitter? I have the same answer. It depends. Did you know that 41% of people believe employees of an organization are more trusted than the CEO, founder, or public relations department? And that is according to the Edelman Trust Barometer. So let's let's break this down a little bit. If employees are more trusted, then yes, your your employees absolutely need to get online. Why? Because they're going to tell hopefully their friends about your company. And if you are building a company from the inside out that is building advocates and your employees are living your brand, which is hopefully positive, then that is going to be a positive for you as your employees are sharing their life and sharing their their dreams and their business online. They're telling their friends what's happening on a daily basis because people are going to trust that recommendation, trust that word more than they are going to trust if a note comes in the mail from your CEO. Now, does the CEO need to be online? I would vote yes in most instances, okay? But it has to be right for that person. If that person does not have time to do it genuinely, does it really make sense that they are on there? You know, and my my kind of rule of thumb is if you can't spend at least 10 to 15 minutes a day, at least every other day online, I don't care if you're the CEO of the largest organization in the world, then you probably shouldn't be on Twitter because that would mean that your staff is the only one that is tweeting for you that it's really not you anyway, okay? So why do it? Okay, that's that's my two cents. And if you are a CEO, a CMO, an executive director that is on these social networks, you need to make sure that you are breaking down the time that you're spending and you're just spending it more efficiently, that you are maximizing that time. And we have worked with organizations of all sizes, with uh, C-level executives down to in, you know the lowest level employee who wants to get online and helping them build a social media strategy, plan, and approach and persona that works for them. So what's going to work for one CEO is necessarily not going to work for the next CEO or CMO. You need to figure out, number one, how much time do you have? 
Uh, what are your goals and objectives in getting online? How are you going to help the corporate brand? How are you going to build your online persona? Uh, how are you going to break down the time that you spend online? Where, based on your objectives, you know what are the right platforms that your CEO should be on? Uh, what content are they going to be sharing? What's the personality going to look like? And there's a whole list of other things. You know, when we work with C-level executives and everything in between, and we help them build personal brands and get online, it's not as easy as just setting up their Twitter account and getting them on Twitter, all right? There's an entire strategy and approach that needs to be implemented. And for a large organization, you know, if you have a ton of shareholders, you really need to think about it. And does your shareholders, do your shareholders really want to see your CEO on Twitter all day? If your stock is in the tanker, you better be careful about how much your CEO is out there tweeting and sharing their life. That could blow up in your face. So you need to be careful. And remember that social media is going to reveal your organization before it's going to transform it. So it is just going to show what's in the inside of your organization, you know, before you're able to even really know what just happened. So you're going to need to make sure you're assessing the risks and managing those risks. Now, by any means, I am not saying that you should avoid it because you are afraid. You just need to manage those risks. And I've done some podcasts in the past where I've talked specifically about managing risk. And I will make sure I put links on the show note page at socialzoomvector.com slash nine nine. But when it comes to a CEO, um, CMO, executives, you just need to make sure you are helping them or if, if this is you, that you are building your own brand, you're building your own persona, and you are not letting any guru, any influencer out there tell you what to do. Do what's right for you. You are not going to be less influential just because you don't tweet all day. And you don't need to tweet all day to be influential and to to be trusted, right? But you very well may be able to help increase that trust barometer by being online. There's lots of benefits because you're going to be able to build relationships. You're going to be able to meet new people that you you know might not have access to otherwise. You hopefully are going to be able to increase brand awareness, brand equity. And I have a podcast I did on you know, top reasons for using Twitter as well as, you know, things that CEOs should be doing before they get on Twitter. So I'll make sure that I include those in the show notes page. But in a nutshell, you do not need to be online 24 hours a day to be an influencer, to be good at what you're doing, to be practicing what you preach, figure out the time that's right for you. And I know for me, I run a marketing agency called Marketing Nuts. I have a team of people that I'm responsible for leading. I have many clients, large and small, that we are servicing. We have a media platform, sponsors we are accountable to. If I were online tweeting 24 hours a day, I can tell you I would have quite a few people, including customers and sponsors and my team, that would not be very happy. Now, would I want to spend all day online? Well, if I had the time, I don't think that I would because I would rather if someday when I have so much time that I could spend all of it online on Facebook or Twitter, you know what? I'll be retired. I will be living on some beach enjoying my life and the fruits of my labor. So I am going to just close with saying 
be you. Be true to who you are and build your own plan. Build your own brand and be very careful of who you listen to and make sure that you are building and walking in the path that is right for you, your audience, your brand, and your business. I know that your time is so valuable and I thank you so much for spending 15 minutes with me here today on the Social Zoom Factor podcast. I hope that this information helps you with some of these tough discussions and some maybe some tough decisions you're needing to make around how long, how often do you stay online and I hope that you're able to use this information to help build your personal brand, take your business to the next level and make sure that you are making decisions in 2015 and beyond that are helping you grow your business and achieve your goals and not just satisfy some of the loud mouse out there that think that they know your business better than you do. So best of luck to you. I wish you success in everything that you do. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.